sometimes rough things just walk in your door and you have to greet them and try to deal with them the best that you can. Here's what happened to me last week. On Monday morning, I was um, leaving my cottage in Michigan and I had just buckled into the car and set up my GPS for my drive back to the Chicago and um, my phone pinged for my security camera in my apartment. And I looked and there was no one in my apartment, but someone had been in my apartment. I have been burglarized. So I had to um, decide what to do. All the cupboard doors were standing open and I knew from past experience that that's what that meant. I hadn't left them like that. So I sat in the car for a minute trying to decide what to do. At best, it's a two and a half hour drive back to Chicago. So I decided to call my neighbor and after checking in, after checking, she called back to say that I had a broken window and the back door was open. It had to have occurred the night before. Um, she was so kind. She called the police and stayed with them while I drove back. During the drive, I talked to the police and I talked to her and I called my daughter and my sister who let me vent. Then when I stopped for gas, I texted my handyman to see if he could come and fix the window that very afternoon. I had to harness a lot of inward calm. I needed to drive back safely, screaming and crying and stamping my feet were all things I wanted to do, but they really weren't options. I didn't know what I would find when I came to my apartment. I know from experience that I don't have a lot of what burglars want. I don't own weapons. My jewelry is mostly vintage co costume stuff. What was required of me was to just practice patience and calm. And patience and calm take practice. I can be super patient with a student who's struggling, but not very patient with obnoxious drivers. I have practiced and practiced and practiced the calm over the years. I have to say that all that practice paid off that day. I got home without any problems to find two police officers standing in front of my condo. The burglar had made quite a mess, but hadn't broken anything other than that window. The fingerprint expert made a big mess too, but he didn't find anything. They took maybe $15 in cash and one of my very unexciting prescriptions. They didn't steal my favorite bits of jewelry. The things that were most precious to me were still there. My family and neighbors checked up on me. My handyman was my complete and total hero. He cleaned up all the glass, removed the broken window and ordered a new one and boarded up that gaping hole in my kitchen. 
He also chatted and made sure that I was okay. I felt blessed as I straightened up the house, washed all the clothing that was pulled out of pulled out of the drawers and laying all over the floor, and I smudged every corner and inch of this house. I managed to get through this whole ordeal with more calm than I could believe. It frankly amazed me. I was able to stay steady. Sure, it ticked me off. And of course, I'm frustrated. And it's amazingly stressed. I have had several months of one loss after another, and it would be super easy to get stuck in the life isn't being fair. Here are the steps that I took that helped me with that day. And I hope you can use some of these ideas to help you when things are overwhelming. I put them in an order to create the acronym GREET. So first, ground yourself. Just put your feet down if you can. Whatever it is that grounds you, for me, it's always putting my feet down on the earth and just taking some breaths, maybe imagining my tree meditation that I've done before where you imagine your roots going down and spreading out under the earth and then imagining them reaching up. And that's the R, is that reaching up. Reaching up to source to protect you, reaching out to the people that you need to help you and the people that will watch out for you. For me, that was my daughter and my sister who I knew were available that day for me to get in touch with. Then exhale, exhale out all the old air and fill your lungs with fresh air to get yourself re-energized and you're actually breathing in a way that's not gonna let you get all worked up. Express thanks. You know, you have things that you can be grateful for. I was certainly grateful for all the people that helped me. I was grateful that the burglar uh, while they emptied out my drawers and dumped stuff and it was a hassle to get my prescription refilled. Really, what I was thankful for was I was safe. Um, there wasn't worse damage. My, I'd had my laptop with me, so that didn't get taken. And um, it could have been so much worse. Um, and then turn the whole situation for the T, that final T and greet, turn the whole situation upside down. Look at it, look for the opportunity or the positive. So, as I was washing and refolding all those clothes that had been dumped all over, it's not, nothing like having the cops walk around the house while your underwear's laying all over the floor, but there it was. And as I washed it all and all my shirts and all that stuff that was out, I thought, I haven't worn this shirt 
in four years, not even ever. So it went in the Goodwill pile. So I actually used it as some time to clean the closets. It also made me think about the fact that I love where I live and I'm not interested in moving. So, you know, turn it on your head and give it an opportunity to think about what is the positive that comes out of the situation. So when overwhelm hits, remember to greet it. Ground, reach out to people, exhale, express thanks, and turn it on its head. After all, one of the gifts of mindfulness is that it makes you more accepting of what is, what's just happened. To book a free call with me to find out how to bring mindfulness or utilize mindfulness in your life or your school, visit leannemeredith.com. You can book a free call with me at my website, and you can follow me at meredith.leanne or join the URWISE Facebook group. As always, thank you for listening to the URWISE podcast.